Welcome to the Living Out Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Steele, and this is the place where I speak about everything from personal growth, social justice, queer issues, and how to ADD, how to add to your life. Assess, dream, and design your life to live out the best of who you are and accomplish your goals and dreams. So today's episode, I'm actually going to be bridging social justice and LGBTQ human rights issues. And I'm calling this, we need humane rights, not human rights. And so this is going to be a larger discussion about what that means. But where is this coming from? Well, a couple of weekends ago, um, November 17th, 2018, to be exact, um, And for those of you who don't know, I live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So there's a little bit of local Canadian, Ontario politics, but the issues are are universal, are global. So it's definitely worth staying for this discussion because what's happening here in my own country and in Ontario is a greater rise of uh, conservatism and populism and things that we're seeing uh, a lot of in the United States. And it's frightening to me as a Canadian to see things things happening, knowing that they've been there, knowing that they are sometimes hiding in smaller communities far north of, you know, the big liberal cities, so to speak. Um, but then in um, the late spring, early summer, the... Ontario PC Party, the Progressive Conservatives, as they're paradoxically called, um, were elected and got a majority. And uh, Doug Ford is acting very much, he is the leader of the PC Party, if you don't know, he is acting very much like an autocrat um, and pushing things through. And there was a nasty fight with the municipality of Toronto because uh, we had elections for the mayor. And The mayor and Doug Ford don't get along, and basically Doug Ford cut about a third of uh, the candidates in the middle of the election. You know, anyway, completely unheard of, and I think it's unethical and a problematic approach and undemocratic, but that's another story for another day. What's important is this resolution that was voted on in the annual Ontario PC Party convention. And it was put forward by a uh, former uh, PC leadership candidate, Tanya Granick-Allen, who quite honestly I think is a wingnut, Um, but she is extremely conservative. Uh, She's very clearly uh, anti-LGBTQ rights. And she is intensely fearful that somehow um, allowing LGBTQ people to have rights um, are going to affect the health and safety of her children, which is absolute fucking nonsense. So this is the policy resolution that she put forward. And be pay very close attention to the language, because I'm going to talk through it. <clears throat> Here it is. First of all, the, the, the policy is called Policy Resolution R4, Education and Community Safety, proposed by Tanya Granick-Allen of Bruce Gray Owen Sound County. Be it resolved that an Ontario PC party recognizes gender identity theory for what it is, namely, 
a highly controversial and unscientific liberal ideology, and as such, that an Ontario PC government will remove the teaching and promotion of gender identity theory from Ontario schools and its curriculum. So two things to note here. Um, this was one of the things that the Ontario PC party rode on its uh, platform um, to really gain the conservative Christian evangelical right support uh, for the people that were do not agree with a former liberal uh, provincial government in power that made substantial and positive and progressive and helpful and inclusive changes to the Ontario schools um, curriculum overall one part is the sexual education uh, curriculum and it talks about what does all of that mean and what are what does LGBTQ mean and what is what does transgender mean? And what is safer sex? And, and what is bullying? And what is online bullying? And how do kids handle them sec, uh, themselves around the conversations of sex and sexuality? Um, how do they handle themselves in this digital modern age when things like sexting happen? Um, when do they know that they've been violated? All those sorts of things. Well, the conservative support base wants to go back to a curriculum that predates the changes that the liberals brought in, which is like, I, I can't remember the exact number of years, but the original curriculum is like 15 years old. When you go that far backwards and how much technology has changed and how much the world has changed, how much more global the world has become, uh, how much more online bullying um, has has started to happen because we didn't have things like Facebook and, and Twitter or cell phones, you know, 15, 20 years ago, as, as easy to access as they are now. <clears throat> and there's certainly been a greater openness and, and, and coming out of people across the LGBTQ spectrum. This has to be talked about. This has to be taught. And this is the public school curriculum. This is not private school. This is not a religious school. All right. And, you know, my stance on this is, if you don't agree with full inclusion and the teaching of humane rights and human rights and, and talking about sex and sexuality to educate kids properly so that they can grow up happy and healthy and safe, then fuck you. Plain and simple. Go take your kids out of school, private school them, or put them in a religious-based school. But, you know, I know, just saying fuck you isn't maybe the, the most helpful thing, but... I want to live in a country, in a province, in a city, in a world that respects the freedom of the individual to express themselves humanely for who they are, who they feel they are, and to help them to grow up and understand that they can express who they are. They can find information that can support what they're feeling or can give them answers to the questions that they might be having if they feel like they're not quite like everyone else, if they feel like they're not quite like the status quo. And this is part of the larger problem, is that a lot of conservatives have this idea, and I'll say conservatives in the largest sense, and I don't want to necessarily sound like I'm down on all conservatives, because not everybody thinks this way who's conservative. But the more... Mm, rigid the conservative mindset is right down to um, how people think on an ideological level 
they go very binary. They go yes, no, man, woman, top, bottom, gay, straight. They just, there's nothing in between. They only deal in black and whites. And queer and queerness and difference and uniqueness is all over the place. It's a cloud of different colors and a rainbow, literally. There's no right or wrong. There doesn't have to be an explanation, a definition that is constrained by a rigid template. So, you know, there's a hell of a lot of problems with this resolution. Um, first of all, the fact that this was like uh, agreed to, it's not anything that's becoming law now. It was agreed to that this will be discussed a year from now in the next Ontario PC convention because there was a bit of a backtrack by Doug Ford. And I don't know if I believe him uh, in subsequent interviews that he's squashing it and he's not going to like bring anything up about I, I don't know. Because as far as I'm concerned, because this was agreed to by a majority of the people at the convention that this is something they want to talk about in a year, watch out. And this is what we as Canadians and we as people who live in Ontario need to be very mindful of. This resolution was passed. It's probably going to be kept under the rug for a while while people start doing research and fundraising and finding supporters and getting, you know, all the information that they need so that they can bring this to bear in a stronger way in another year's time when the PC party is still only halfway through their mandate and they still have a full majority and they can still do one hell of a lot of fucking damage to the rights and freedoms of expressions of individuals in this country. What's unsettling to me is the slap in the face of this resolution, that this was actually voted on by a party. They call it unscientific liberal ideology. First of all, those two words piss me off. It ain't unscientific. Just Google. Simply Google gender identity theory, and you're going to get pages and pages and pages of scholarly research. There's not necessarily a lot of agreement, because we don't, at this point in time, as far as I know from what I've read, there's no, there's no genetic marker that says you're this or that or somewhere in between. But there's nothing that says we have to be one or the other. And to use this language, liberal ideology, is a problematic part of sort of this populism idea. And I'm going to just take a moment to explain populism as best I understand it. And thanks to Wikipedia for putting this into like just a very succinct sentence. But, you know, populism is any political approach that deliberately appeals to the people or to a large group of ordinary people and their desires. And it often juxtaposes this group against a smaller, less popular group, especially the rich and powerful, or a subset of the rich and powerful. There's no single definition of the term. Um, It was developed in the 19th century and used to mean various things since that time. Few politicians or political groups will describe themselves as politics, and in political discourse, the term is often applied to others pejoratively or in a negative way. And that, that to me, makes very much sense. And so we could say this 
statement. This resolution is entirely populist because here's the PC party saying, well, those fucking liberals that used to be in power in Ontario and those goddamn liberals that are now, you know, and, you know, under Justin Trudeau running the country, they think that we should allow these people, these people that are only like a small percentage of the population to be able to identify their gender any way they, way, any way they want. And it's just wrong. That's just too liberal. That's a liberal ideology. That's no different than what's happening in the United States and other countries right now, this sort of taking a couple of words, throwing them out there, repeating them. It's, it's, it's a common trait um, in, in this sort of approach that if you give it a label and you say it enough in the same way that you sort of create fake news or a fake statement and repeat it enough times, people will start to believe it, or people will start to repeat the word, or people will be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's liberal ideology, those fucking liberals. And unfortunately, that's for people that don't take the time to be critical in their thinking. But by the Ontario PC Party deciding that they're going to remove the teaching and promotion of gender identity theory because they don't believe in it is in itself an ideology. And that's why this resolution is such a frickin' loaded statement, because an ideology is a collection of normative beliefs and values that an individual or group holds for other than purely epistemic reasons. And again, I got that beautiful quote from Wikipedia. So the Ontario PC Party is deciding, well, this is not normal gender ideology theory. It doesn't fit inside our norm. It doesn't fit inside our values. And this isn't some, you know, philosophical debate here. This is real world. There's only a man or a woman. There's only two sexes. And what do you mean there's, there's different genders? That just makes no sense to me. You can tell it's very unsettling to me. And it makes me think of uh, a particular quote from a historical uh, gay activist by the name of J.J. Belanger, who actually grew up, uh, was born in on Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And so he was born in 1923. And he was an archivist. Um, he was in the war and then he wound up living in the United States in LA and he was quite outspoken. He was one of the, I think, the founders of the, 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 the Mattachine Society, one of the very earliest um, gay rights group in the United States. He did work with and uh, research with the Kinsey Institute. And there's a, a picture of him and it is from 1953. And He's kissing, I guess, his partner or boyfriend at the time, and it became very, very famous. And I believe ACT UP and maybe Queer Nation used it on their T-shirts because it's this beautiful picture taken just one of those classic photo booths that you would see in the old carnivals or such. And that's sort of one of the things that he's known for is that picture. But there is an absolutely beautiful quote um, that... Um, I wrote down word for word in an interview that was done with him in, in 1989 um, that is part of the Making Gay History podcast. And I'll, I'll put these links in the show notes. So, and I'll explain this in a moment because it's, it's you know, very clearly uh, a quote from the time when he's speaking in 1989. <clears throat> and 
I guess, pretty much from a very American uh, perspective. So I just really appreciate how Belanger framed this and why we need humane human rights. So here's the quote. I come from humane human rights. I put humane there, humane human rights. I have no regard for civil and legal rights per se. To me, it's a waste of time and political activism because they're only pieces of paper. They can be rescinded and changed by councilmen, a councilwoman, a supervisor, a governor, or a president. We have plenty of evidence of that. So I'm saying, if we don't learn, to me, heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, ambisexual, these are sex acts, per se. They're not a lifestyle. What we do in bed, per se, as individuals, is nobody's business out there. But I'm saying, if we don't address humane human rights, we're going to lose the ball game. Wow. Uh, that, to me, sums up so much of the, the, the problem with this approach by the Ontario PC party right now. Like I said, you know, it's, it's not become law or anything, but it is going to be there for a year hiding in the darkness if those of us who live in Ontario and Canada don't pay attention and don't remain vigilant and highly critical of everything that the Doug Ford Ontario PC party does. But to anybody else also living in the United States that is concerned with their rights, look at what's happening. So now the Ontario PC party, a very clear example, the first example in, in, We've been making only progress in this country towards LGBTQ rights and inclusion. This is the first time I've seen a step towards, a step backwards. And it scares the fuck out of me. Because I'm watching very carefully what's happening in the United States and the steps that are going backwards. And the absolute... I was just going to say it. For someone like Donald Trump to work with his party... Even though I know he's doing it for money, and I know he's doing it for other business reasons, so that he can suck up to people and just get what he wants, and he's clearly not a very well man, to try and eliminate the existence of transgender people by pulling things off of government websites, by trying to remove funding, by trying to, again, go into the military and saying we're going to ban trans people when, even though I don't agree with the rise of the military in the United States, even though people in charge there are saying, leave it alone. We have some fantastic people. We have thousands of people who identify as transgender who are doing an incredible job in the military. Stop trying to interfere because of your ideology. And this is when ideology is so freaking dangerous. When it becomes so rigid, when it's, you know, super far to the right, when it's evangelical based on a religious extreme, that there are no cracks available, that there are no alternatives. There's a lot that we have to do to affront that. We need to have these bigger conversations with people so that they can understand that at the basic humane level, we are no different from them. But because perhaps they were brought up by parents or a group of people that taught them one thing, and until they see the possibility of something else, 
they are stuck in that ideology, or for whatever reason they started to go down a particular path and got to know certain people who made them feel welcome and safe and gave them a structure and a template and a system that said, well, hey, follow this path. And then everything else that doesn't make sense to you is simply wrong. I know it's very difficult to live a life of being far more accepting and open-minded and fighting for humane rights. My belief that is... There should be no deserving of who gets rights. Deserving has nothing to do with it. It should be a de facto law. I don't know what the word is, but it shouldn't be about deserving, and it shouldn't be just human rights that some people get and other people don't get. It shouldn't be about shooting tear gas canisters at an immigrant an immigrant caravan, as it's called, trying to seek asylum. It is not the time to sit back and hope it will get better. It is not the time to think that just because something like this, a simple resolution was agreed to as a topping point in a year's time, that it will disappear. Right now, this kind of populism is on the rise, this us versus them. In the 30s, in Germany, the Nazis' rise to power seized on this idea of who are the small groups of people that brought Germany down. And then who are the larger groups of people outside of the country that made Germany suffer? And for the longest time in the United States, it was race. And it still is to a certain extent. And now, it's LGBTQ people. But The United States got a lot of rights around gay rights. And I say gay rights because they were a lot of gay rights specific to, like, gay marriage. But the next hurdle has been transgender awareness, acceptance, and rights. And so it always becomes further niched down. Who holds the power? And who are they going to attack? Who are they going to label as the other Because there's no way they want to discuss their ideology. They only want to label the other that is not part of the ideology. So until we start to cross that bridge more, where we can have these kinds of conversations with people, we're going to keep, I fear, trending down this path. And I don't have a conclusion for this other than the observations and the the awarenesses I've I've made and the statements that I'm making here that we have to remain vigilant. Whether you're LGBTQ or not, be careful. If you're lucky enough, if you're listening to this and you're, you know, lucky enough to be considered sort of status quo, but you're open-minded, that you disagree with people having their rights taken away, that you disagree with religion taking over and trying to run government. Speak up. Become an ally. Support. Share this information. So in 
The post I wrote about this resolution with Doug Ford, I ended by saying, you know, there's still hope at the end of the rainbow, but we can't rest on hope alone. Setbacks happen amidst progress. We need to speak out louder than those people who are against us. And we need to educate and we need to be more visible and we need to be even more welcoming of people who oppose our viewpoints than before. Because that's the only way we're going to be able to have debate. And I'm not the best person to debate because I get angry too quickly. But there are people who debate well by trying to understand the other side and try to cross those bridges. And if ever there was a time to flaunt it, to show your colors, that time happened a long time ago. So don't suppress yourself. Don't hide your identity. Don't conceal your choice of gender. Instead, live out and live proud of who you are, for who you know yourself to be without limitations without constraints, and without anyone else telling you how you should be.